For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. E.D. Yo. Man, how much fun would this NFC West be? Niners were at full strength. My goodness. See, why do why you want to play the what-if game and make everybody sad? <laughs> I why guess, do you even start the show like I, that? I, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. As always, we want to remind you and encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. You can find us there. If there's a like button on your uh, preferred podcast destination, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, we're going to talk about this uh, rough game out there in New Orleans. Do we Orleans. have to? Yeah, I, I think I think contractually, I think we're obligated to. Oh <laughs> yeah. goodness, this I is think, the recap. Huh? I think that's, it's the yeah, recap. I think that's, that's kind of how this works. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll tell you what we Damn le- it. what we learned. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I second that. Um, what we learned, we'll get into that. Uh, Nick Mullins, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Kyle Shanahan, some of his decision making. I know Twitter was going crazy. Twitter, you, you got to blame somebody, right? So now Jimmy's hurt. Now everybody wants to put the blame all on Kyle. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that as well. Um, but first, let us remind you, as always, that this podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Look, you know we can't really be at the games this year. At least, at least not here in California. That's not how it works. But uh, out there in New Orleans. We saw yesterday that uh, they had about 6,000 fans in there. So, you know, they were able to get there, be there at the game and get it in. But since we can't, we can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your sportsbook experts. Uh, Rashawn Haylock here alongside Eric Davis, Super Bowl champion. You can hit us up on social media, get involved in the show. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray, and he is at underscore bump and run. Uh, no game balls to hand out, obviously, coming off that L in uh, in New Orleans. But but we can talk about what we learned. Uh, what, what what did you learn, Ed? Um, well, I learned that regardless of what a roster looks like, regardless of the mindset and how you feel about uh, the makeup of a team, bad teams do things that bad teams do. Period. And I saw that on Sunday. Yeah, I I, I definitely think there's something to that. It, it was funny. As a part of that game, I was watching, and I was like, okay, you know, good teams get these kind of breaks, right? Like, you know, they, they kind of fizzled out on the second on the second possession, and they recovered a punt. And it's like, okay, you know, finally, like a break or, or a ball or something is bouncing 
uh, our way. Um, but then, you know, they only get three out of that, and that's, you know, we'll get into that later. Um, what, did, what did I learn? Uh, I, I, if I never see Trent Taylor return another punt in the colors, I, that would be fine <laughs> with me. Yeah. That'd be fine by me. Um, man, <sighs> I mean, it, every week it's like an adventure. And, and I mean, I, look, I'm no special teams expert. I do. There are a couple things that, that, that I know that. All you got to do is catch it, man. All you got to do is yeah, catch the ball. Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I, I used to cover UCLA when Rick Neuheisel was the head coach. And, and the, the thing that he stressed the most about punt returns was like, well, why don't you put your most explosive player back there? Why don't you put this guy there? Why don't you? The most important thing is catching the football. Catching he the was, ball. He would say I that did week in and week out. Um, hey, I, did, I, I did it. I, I did it. I used to do it. I did it. I did it in college. I did it in the NFL. Your job is to catch the freaking ball. That's it. All you got to do is catch the ball. Any yard you gain after that is a yard that the offense doesn't have to make. That's all you got to do is catch the ball. You have one job, one job. And if you are not going to catch the ball, let everybody know. So it's not that difficult. I'm, I'm just, I've been there. It's not that difficult. Now, the one that bounced up and hit the players on that one play, that that right there, that was a tough one. There was there was really nothing that okay, that could but be that, done. But about that's that. the one I got the biggest beef with, Ed, because and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but from all the special teams coaches I've talked to throughout uh-huh. the years, they they uh-huh. say park at the ten, ball goes over your head, nope. you let it go. Right? Those rules are gone. If, those if, rules are gone. If, if those, you're at the tent, so those rules no, that, don't apply that, anymore. Okay. That, those those rules don't apply because punters. Think think about the the 49ers punters you've seen, the Rams punters. You think about these punters. These guys were skilled at this now. And the and how many times have you seen balls just hit on the three yard line and just bounce straight up in there and the guys catch them? Those those things don't apply. If you feel like you can run the ball, if you have room, run it. If you if you if you're gonna field it if you have if you're clean and you got room to run it instead of me letting the ball go over my head and I'm standing on the ten and it hits on the eight yard line and someone downs it on the three why not catch it on the eight or catch it on the five and run it out to the fifteen okay you see what I'm saying I see, those rules are gone I, okay I see exactly what you're saying this this one with Taylor he was between the twenty and the twenty five right yeah like, yeah like what are we doing. Like catch the ball, well, like like I don't I don't like I, that like I'm baffled by the fact that he wouldn't even attempt to catch the ball there, and I feel like he put he he put his his special teams in a in an, a a tough position there, and obviously the ball bounces, then it hits a niner, and then you know it's a turnover. But I'm now like, this, you're at the uh, 25 yard line, catch the ball, right? Am, am I, okay, misgu- am I misguided a, on that? Well, you have to also take into the account take into account. If it's a, because you're dealing with a professional punter, I'm going to line up 45 to 50 yards away from the line of scrimmage based on the punter's average kick. Okay, so no, I know that this guy normally kicks the ball this far. Okay, does that make sense to you? I hear you. Okay, so now that's that's the coaching. That's everything. That's game plan. They're gonna they're gonna have you align. He likes to kick the ball to this side of the field he kicks it this you know this distance so you're going to get there to get yourself in position to be able to feel the ball number one that's your number one job now if the guy if i'm lined up 50 yards away and he kicks a low 35 yarder i can't get to it you see what i'm saying okay. the ball the ball 
the ball's going to drop. It's going to hit the ground before I can get there and get to it unless I am just truly on my horse. I mean, I, I have to almost anticipate that, that wait a minute, and see that shank to be able to, to dart up and get to the ball in time. Um, and if I don't do that, I got to let everybody know. And, that, and that's what happens in one of those situations where, you know, he's trying to let them know that the ball's about to hit the ground. And guys are just blocking, doing their job. They couldn't get out of the way. So that's why that's so why you that did, so, like you, that. so it so it was a, it was a long run essentially for Taylor is what you're saying and that's why he couldn't get to it. Um, you know what I I, I have to go back and I got to I got to see the tape. It, it appeared to me like he called for a fair catch. Um, there there was I did I mean I I, I saw the TV copy right I didn't see the all yeah see, that's, all, that's so. all I've seen too so I want to see I want to see the actual coach's tape so I can see if he had time to get there. Because you can call fair catch because when you see – and I, I've been in that situation. That's what I'm saying I've done. You can call fair catch because you see the ball coming off the guy's foot and you know it's short. So since it's short, you immediately know that if I'm running forward, I'm going to get knocked out if I try to run this ball. So you're throwing fair catch up thinking that you can get to the ball. If, and then you may not be able to get there. So you're trying to get everybody out of the way. You realize at some point you can't catch the ball in the air, so you're going to try to get everybody out of the way. And you know, you got to get your guys out of the way. But there's like a code word in that situation, right? Like you're yeah. like you're yelling something for your guys. You're yelling to get out something. Of the way, right? You're yelling something. Um, and, and it's and it and that just depends on the team. And you know, and, and it and it's. I mean, it's it's it could be simple. I mean, you know, with the Panthers, they used to say Peter. Um, it was. Um, I I I I we I think even with the Niners back when I played, we would scream Peter. And it, and it doesn't and, and all it is is just a word. It it can be get the hell out of the way. It's just it, you just guys just need to know to listen for whatever, you know. If 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 you know if it's Kodak Kodak Black, if if we you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if if we if we say that when you hear Kodak Black, yeah. call ass the other direction. That's that's all you're listening for when you're out there so, playing. So my whole thing is like I like I don't know like I wasn't on the field so I did like I I I'm not privy to be able to hear if. And when Trent said something, um, but I, I, the timing of it was just, I don't know. I mean, maybe like you said, maybe it's just one of those things. But at that moment, watching that play unfold, I'm like, I don't ever, like, I can care less about seeing this guy back there ever again trying to return anybody's punt. Um, and, and then, of course, they put Richie James back there, and then he muffs one, two. And then, and so you, like, all, like, like and, and then like the special teams had a rough day, right? You you get the you get the return all the way back inside the twenty five. Like defense had a tough time guarding short fields all game. But if you look at just the two the two muff punts, right, that were recovered by the Saints, that's fourteen points, right? Off of mm -hmm. the off of the Saints muff punts, Niners get three. And you know my pet peeve with that, right? You get a turnover, you gotta get you gotta get sevens instead of instead of threes. Um, and, and I'm looking at it and at, at, I'm looking at this game and, and there's a point where like in my mind, I'm looking at what the score is versus like what the score should be. Should right? be. I think it's like 27, yeah. 10 at uh -huh. one point. Right. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm exactly. like, this should be a 14, 13 game, oddly enough, in favor of the Niners. But that's not the case. Um, like I, I don't have any, I, my gripes with the defense, like I thought the defense showed up, you know, like I, I thought, I thought the D line played well. 
Uh-huh. Um, I, I think it's the same thing with Jimmy that we've talked about. Like, he's got to get his hands on some balls and make some plays, you know, when he's got the opportunity to. Uh, Jimmy Ward, that is. I feel like he missed out on, on a couple of opportunities. Got to um, make that play. Jimmy's yeah. got to make that play at you, that time of the game. It's a one-score lead. It's a one-score lead. Um, you make that play, you give your team an opportunity to win the game. Jimmy Ward has to make that play. I, I'm sorry. I, I, you know how I feel about it. You know I like Jimmy. Yeah. But Jimmy's got to make that play. You got to get – and that's why they got to get some so – we will talk about this at some other time about um, positions that they have to upgrade. You got to make that play. You 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 just have to. And, yes, the defense played well. I, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking them. But that is one – it's it's in your hands. It's a, yeah, you got to make the play, right? It's, it, you got to make that play. Um, so, you got to make that. So the game starts, and the first quarter is just dominated by the Niners, right? Ten nothing. They keep breezing, and everybody on the, in that offense on the off the field. Um, that first drive was oh man, that first drive was so impressive. Like my jaw literally dropped and hit the floor once. Uh, once they were able to get that one in the end zone. I, I like the play calling from Shanahan. It looked like uh-huh. Mullins was able to execute what he did. It's like, what Nick is going to show up, okay? So on this day, I'm like, okay, maybe we got good Nick here today. Um, And, and so that that first drive obviously was was impressive. The second drive, I don't know what the heck happened. Um, Just, just, just rough, right? You go three and out, uh, questionable play calling. Like they try to go with the reverse or the, the end around or whatever on, on, on the first play. That gets stuffed. So just rough. Overall, Things that were glaring to me offensively were um, Jet and Pass Pro. My goodness, um, mm. he he. There were there were a couple up there, and, and it, it was another one similar to to that that play uh, against Green Bay, right, where he doesn't chip the guy and and, uh-huh. and, and he goes uh-huh. out for it. There, there was there was a play like that. I want to say that was in the second half. There was another play that they get down. Uh, and it's goal to goal, right? It's like third and goal. I all feel like they're like right on the doorstep, and and they go and, and they and and it's a pass play, and um, Jet comes up and he tries to undercut the guy. Basically, jumps right over him. I think it might have been Demario Davis tries to jump. He basically jumps right over him, uh, and and sacks Mullins, and then, so that's that. Um, but like I, I feel like there was some struggles on his part in in the pass protection in the pass protection. Um, I feel like the I, you got to give credit to the defensive line for the Saints. I feel like they were in the backfield pretty much all day and, and, and stifled the run game. Um, so, so those things were glaring and those were hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see your tweet. Maybe the worst play call from Kyle ever. Um, what what play? Were, I think I know what you're referring to. What play? The fourth are, down. The fourth down. The fourth and one, right? Where the Jet, fourth and one. Where uh, Jack gets stuffed in the in the backfield. Yes, okay. yes, yes. That's the I and what I that was the worst decision of the Kyle Shanahan era. That in in my opinion, why? Um, the the reason I say that is because of what this game could have been. How much? More the Niners aren't winning the Super Bowl this year, but how much more equity would you gain in the locker room? How much more belief from the players moving forward? How much more grit and determination and fight when you have all of your ammo, when you have all of your guys, when all of your dudes are back? How much more relevance? do your words become if you can win a game like that when yeah. everyone's down, when you're telling guys what to do, you have. So 
that situation, the game, the way the game had been played, and the and all the things, the way had it worked out. You scripted an opening drive. You got the ball. You scripted your opening drive. It worked to perfection. Even though Mullins tried to throw it away, you, you know they dropped it. He tried his best to give that ball away. He, he did. Uh, but, but they didn't make the plays. The Niners made the plays. You score a touchdown. You got the lead. You come back later. You get some more points. You have the momentum. Even even when some things go wrong, you get some turnovers. Things go wrong. The defense comes out and saves you. Short field. They hold them to three. They are they are stifling this offense. All the pressure. We said it. And we said it in the in the in the pre uh, in in the in the um in the in the in the pregame uh, pod. We said that. One of the keys was to keep the pressure on them. New Orleans was supposed to blow you out. Sean Payton, the head coach, said this is a game where we are supposed to show our dominance. He he wanted to sh- he wanted his team to prove that they were not just an okay team, that they were a dominant team. Because as in his words, this is a game they are supposed to dominate. You look at all the people that are missing, they're supposed to dominate. Now, that's pressure on them to live up to that, and they were not living up to it, and Kyle let them off the hook with that play. Not, they hadn't done a thing. You let them off the hook, punt the ball away, let your defense keep doing, doing what it's doing. You had the momentum. They are confused. Now, they stifle you. They have now they 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 haven't been able to move against the defense. You allow them to move the ball against your offense, basically. And what do they do? They immediately come out and start doing some things with in a in a different type manner. Now you got Kamara on the on the screen plays and all this stuff. And the next thing you know, they're they're down scoring. He gave up the momentum. That was a horrible decision at that time. And and and, and when it was happening, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you what, like? What what are you doing? Why why would you give them a shorter field? So, I thought I thought that was a horrible decision, and and not just for this game. As I you know the way I just described, it, I'm looking at moving forward, move moving forward. You you had an opportunity to get some to get that I will run through a wall for this guy kind of equity, because because he showed me no matter what. He's the damn dude. He knows how to do this stuff. That move right there, that's that's a guy move, man. That's yeah, a guy move. Yeah, so they, they, they go down, they score, they go up 17-10, and they never look back after that. Um, yes. So let me play devil's advocate here, right? How much is – I understand your point about the defense. I understand your point about momentum. How much, however, plays into the fact that Kyle's like, look, we're shorthanded. You know, we we got we had some stuff going, offense moving a little bit. You know, for the most part, um, let's see if we can try to ignite another spark here on fourth and one, short yarded situation. Let's go for it. You know, especially considering how shorthanded we are. Um, what what if that? What if that's the mindset? More about him um, trying trying to ignite something as opposed to, you know, being more passive and and, and just punting it away. Well, he did ignite something. He ignited the other oh, he team. He ignited the other team. Yeah. There yeah. we go. So that's what I'm saying. So that that's what I'm saying. That was a bad decision. That was a bad decision. 
you because because you're you're looking at it. This is not what is what is being passive about punting the ball away. Haven't you heard me say sometimes the best the best ball a quarterback can throw is an incompletion? Yeah, well, I mean, every drive sometimes should end the with best, a kick, right? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the best play you can take is a sack on a certain place. Sometimes the the best ending to a drive is a punt. Yes, yes, you got it because you got to think about the momentum. You got to think about where everything was falling out and the way it was playing, and you were in a game keeping the pressure on them, and you were not losing this game. There was no reason for you to, to make a desperate measure or to sit here and say right now, now is the time to do it. You, you play out the game according to what's happening. And that's what I'm saying. That's that's Kyle um, in that situation. I just think he just he just stepped in it on, on that one. That, that's that's how I really feel about it. So with with Nick, well, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We're presented by Bet Online. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Get involved with the show on social media at Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. What we saw from Nick Mullins is pretty much what we expect, right? A little like, I mean, you're going to get some good, you're going to get some bad. You know, there's going to be some moments where you hold your breath, and there's going to be some other moments where you're like, wow, at times, right? I mean, you, you get. Yeah, you basically get what you get. Um, I the the interception, the the first interception, uh, it's like, all right, Nick, what are you doing? He he didn't see the guy at all. Um, the second interception, he gave Bourne a chance. I know we had this conversation earlier in the season. I think it was against the Cardinals game, and you were mm-hmm. you were you were talking about Bourne and how Bourne has to make that play, right? And uh, of course, we see Deion, we see New Hopkins go up and catch a ball over three oh, people yesterday, goodness. and Luke it's like went up and got that one. That, but they, oh my God, that, they played that horribly. I couldn't believe they played that, that way. <laughs> All three guys did the same thing. Why, why are you trying to out jump Nuke? Yeah. Why are you trying to now? Can, can I tell you what? You, okay, two of you guys jump. There should be one guy right there. I'm not, and I'm just, I'm just gonna. Yeah, it makes people may make graphic or 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 harsh or whatever, but. Um, one of us needs to be trying to dislocate Nuke's elbow. I'm I'm swinging, trying to break his forearm. That's all. All I got. All I got to do is separate his arms. So I am one. Okay. So two guys should be going for the ball. You guys go, but, but someone should be the designated arm breaker. Yeah. You can't catch you. I'm I'm telling you. I'm not even trying to catch the ball. You guys catch the ball. I'm gonna make certain that he doesn't. But now keep going back to back to yeah, um, so four. so with the Mullins interception like I wasn't like I wasn't too mad about that one because a part of me like I feel like he probably underthrew it he he, he could have put it out there a little bit more obviously but um I'm like okay like he went for it you know like and I went like he went for it and I feel like he tried to give his guy a chance to make a play so I, I wasn't really upset about it, it, it but. You look at the replay, it looks like maybe it's a little bit underthrown. Yeah, maybe a little bit? Yeah, we so we we talked <laughs> so You said it you said it looked like maybe it's a little yeah, underthrown. Yeah, I mean so <laughs> well well that part, right? So we we talked about it week 1, you know, you were talking about how he kind of has to attack the ball there, right? Um mm-hmm. this case 
a little bit different, right? I mean, is is this is this one on born or or no, 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 no. He's not. Okay. He's not in position. He's running. He's trying to run past the guy. You got to put the ball out. You got to put it I out mean, there, there, right? You yeah. got to put it out there and give him an opportunity. That's that's just like Ricky James when CJ came out there. You had one job: throw the ball deep. That's what <laughs> that's what you're there for. I, throw I still it deep. don't know what that was. You got one job and, and and threw the ball five yards short. Um, yeah. but so I mean, you know, you you know, if he puts that ball, if you put that ball out there, you you, you got to play. Um, but, but no, I, I don't put that on board. I, I really don't. That, that was just quarterback play. Uh, the quarterback play wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's what they tried to do. DA, um, Allen, Dennis Allen, the, the defensive coordinator, he had, he had a very little sneaky, tricky game plan where he blitzed, you know, his nickel back, he blitzed his corner. He had a, a good understanding of what they were going to try to do with their receivers and their slot position. And he blitzed that guy. And I know I was looking at Twitter and everyone was saying, make your adjustments, do this, do that. Um, Twitter, let me tell you guys this. I know firsthand because we did it to Troy Aikman. I remember when Marquez Pope and I, 1995, we went and played Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Elvis Garback was our quarterback. And we knew defensively we had to do some things. We had number one defense that year. Um, Pete Carroll was our coordinator. We hardly ever blitzed our corners and things like that. That game, whenever whenever Michael Irving, Irving got into a tight formation, he told us, go. Go. He was like, let the safety know that you're blitzing. Whenever he got in, because he would always run his crossing routes, he was like, don't, don't worry about chasing him. Go hit the quarterback. Let me tell you what Dallas um, realized is that they had absolutely nothing prepared for us for that. that week. Yeah, we beat we we knocked we literally knocked Troy out of the game. They they um I <laughs> Jason Garrett finished the game. I think he ended up quarterbacking at some point in that game. We we went through all of their quarterbacks because they had no they had no response to it. So uh, back to Kyle and the offense and some of the things that were happening hey, baby <laughs> i just said hey my you, you know what you may want to take that out i'm saying hi to my to my wife now that's all good this, this, is a but, loving, this is a loving podcast here oh yeah this is a loving podcast you need some help okay okay so i'm, I'm back now so um so so they they really had nothing to pick up on that and um i was listening to, listening to guys um Saying I've listened to some other pods, I heard some guys say, "Well, they did that to stop the run." And I was like, "No, the 49ers don't have a run game right now. All the running backs are hurt. They don't have a run game. They did that, and you do that to make the quarterback have to make a quick decision. He has to get rid of the ball. He has to beat the blitz with his arm. Um, and if he doesn't do that, he's going to get hit in the beak, which is what we saw happening. Uh, so." Uh, it, it, it still falls back on the quarterback and the decision-making. How quickly can you make the correct decision? And then once you make it, can you get the ball to where it needs to go? These are issues for yeah, the quarterback yeah, no, position. They're big-time they're big they're, they're big issues. Now, something else that struck me watching this game, uh, Drew Brees looks like he's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, fractured ribs and a collapsed lung is what the report is. So mm -hmm. uh he's going to be out at least two, oh, to, I, I, two at least 2 to 3 weeks is uh, at least 2 to 3 weeks. Like that's the optimistic uh return that's, that's for uh, according to the report. So 
Um, so this, I mean, this this isn't obviously wish no will ill on anybody. The no, hit, the hit on Breeze, it got flagged for yeah. a rough in the passer. What did what did you what did you see there? Because me because uh, I I still don't I still don't see well there, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I thought so. Two things happened. I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was uh I got like NBA like shades of NBA right like like mm-hmm. superstar calls right like I thought I thought that flag for roughing the that passer was one of them. for yes. Breeze yeah, it, and then there was another yeah. one where Mullen slid and the guy jumped on top of him you know as as he was sliding and no flag came out and I'm like if if Nick Mullins is anybody else then he probably gets a flag there but because he's Nick Mullins then that flag's not coming out and then and then the Breeze. Uh, coincidentally, that one called a roughing, uh, roughing the passer. So you add 15 to to, to them uh, on, on that drive. What I, I know you're not supposed to drive the quarterback into the ground, right? I didn't see mm-hmm. that. I didn't see the helmet to helmet. I'm I'm I I'm not sure how. What what did you see there? Um, they missed one. It's gonna happen. They missed one. So that's that's just that's so you didn't see it football. either. You didn't, so you didn't see it no, either. No, right no, okay. no, no, no. When he first when he first fell on him, I was like, okay, that's the flag for for them for him driving him into the ground, um, and uh, and you're gonna get that because it's a superstar call. It, yes, that's number one. That's a superstar call. Um, Mullins is not gonna get that call. C.J. Beathard is not gonna get that call. Yeah. It's it's a superstar call. Um, that's 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 number one. But then once I saw it in replay, I was like, you know what? He actually didn't drive him into. He hit him hard. He, hit he got hard. hit really hard. You're still allowed to hit people hard, um, and they want to take stop him from driving him into the ground. Um, thank goodness he didn't drive him into the ground because he may have killed him. I mean, he broke yeah. ribs and and punctured you know yeah. a lung and all this. If he had fallen on top of him, I mean, real talk, he may have he may have died. Yeah. If he had if he had really tried to fall on him, but he didn't fall on him. But this is it happens. They they missed a call. I'm not freaking out about that. It happens. They they miss holding calls. They miss PI calls. They miss face mask calls. And it, it's it's gonna happen. You're dealing with human beings. My only thing about all of it is that I've always said it. The Belichick rule, I believe, and what Belichick said years ago, I think it should be a rule. Every single freaking penalty should be reviewable. And and, and and everyone's like, oh, the game would take forever. No, it wouldn't because you are not going to waste your timeouts. You're not going to just th- – because it's the same thing. If you're wrong, you lose a, you lose a timeout. And coaches are not going to – you only have so many timeouts. So so if, if that play had been reviewable, you would look at it and see, well, wait a minute. There may be better judgment to say that it didn't happen that way. Judgment calls are difficult because it's not an in or out. It's in my judgment. He fell on this guy. If you don't make it reviewable, they're going to miss some. It's just that simple. Yeah, and talking about the NBA, I mean, it's similar to the NBA, right? Last season they started the whole – you can challenge foul calls. Uh, and so that, that will be uh, somewhat similar in that regard. Uh, Javon Kinlaw getting his first sack of his career. Yeah. That was good to see. Uh, Jordan Reed out there making plays. That that one catch he made on his on his uh, shoe tops was incredible. Okay, um, now, now okay, you know what? You know what's lost yeah. in um, that incredible catch? How horrible was the throw? <laughs> well, see, I mean, see. that's <laughs> now. See, I, I just you know, like I said, I analyze football. I analyze football. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Yeah. You know, you know, we, there was there were some great catches, 
but there were there was some some throws that made it extremely Boy, yeah, I mean, well, that, exceptionally hard. I think, I think more times than difficult. not, you get a great catch from a bad throw, right? I mean, like there are instances where you can get a great catch from a great throw, but more times yes, than yes. not, if you're going to have a great catch, it's probably because of a bad throw, right? No, no. Sometimes sometimes you get great catches and great throws, and, and it's you know yeah, San like, Antonio, like, like the, San like Antonio the, Holmes in the Super in the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. That was a, that was a great throw and catch. Mike Evans yesterday, he had he had to climb the ladder and he got he, he dotted the great, eye. He was great able to stay throw great throw, and catch. great yes. catch. Yeah, so it, it, it does happen yes. sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, but more times than I would say more times than not, it's it's probably because of a bad throw. <laughs> um, and and that that certainly was. But I mean, that was a hell of that was a hell yeah, of a that, that, yeah. yeah. I I mean I wasn't gonna go there, but you went there. That's why people listen to this pod. So um so that that happened. Uh, Hasty looks like his season is done. Uh, mm-hmm. Broken collarbone, so that just adds to the the injury ro- injury woes in the running back room. Um. And here comes the bye. I think it's man. I think it's it's much needed. Obviously, I mean it could. I mean, you, I mean at this point, I mean we we've been saying for a while. Okay, obviously guys guys are gonna start coming back. This that and the other, and it seems like you know one comes back and someone leaves, or you know it just it, these injuries just continue to mount. So um, when they come back, they'll be in L.A. to take on the Rams. Uh, and, and so you know, Kyle, like p- people are optimistic that they're gonna have some guys back. So we shall see. I mean, we'll we'll be here. We'll be monitoring it and 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 be here to break it down for you uh, as we try to get through this bye week here, uh, Ed. But that was, man, that was a tough one because I, I, we. That I mean, we tough. we both talked about it. I mean, you don't really expect much going into the game, but then you see the game play out, and and that's why you know being a fan is just crazy, right? Because you you just, I mean, it just 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 pulls at your heartstrings all kind of different directions, and you're like, oh, well, you, you know, it's it's it, it's incredible. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, with this game right here, I didn't, you know, and I said it before, I'm realistic about things. I, I know that this isn't a good team, and, and the Niners were playing a, a you know, a playoff caliber team, and um, they needed them to have a bad day for them to win that game. And you know what? They were creating a bad day for them yeah. early on. Yeah. Um, but but then they started know, creating it, a bad you, day for themselves. Well, you start you start doing things that bad teams do, like Ricky Ricky um, Richie James dropping that punt. Yeah. Um, you know the, these are the type things you know um, dropping the, you know Jimmy dropping the interception when you had an opportunity right there. Kyle making that decision on the fourth and one, in my opinion, when you had an opportunity right there. You started to look at, you know, you, you already talked about the Trent Taylor uh, punt yeah, uh, fiasco. Some of the past so, pro so with Jet. You start, you start doing things that bad teams do. Now, I'm not saying bad players are bad coaches. I'm saying that's what bad teams do. They do bad team things. And that's what the Niners are right now. And so, and I'm, and I'm not freaking out. And every report, reporter, reporter I talk to, and everything and they they all expect me to like lose my mind about this stuff and i'm like guys everybody's hurt i'm not i'm, I'm okay you just have to you you a pass rusher and again we'll get into this at some other time in detail but I, my number one thing i want to speed i want to i want to speed pass rusher opposite of bosa because he'll be back he'll be fast he'll be hungry once he gets healthy once the leg is strong he's you know, i expect him to be bosa I need a speed rush guy opposite of him. Um, I know for a fact that this running game does not work with speed. One foot in the ground, one cut, 
go downhill guy. You got to have that at the running back position. I need that. I got to, got to, got to, got to have some safeties that can make some plays. Mm -hmm. I need the ball back. I got to get somebody who can turn the ball over at the safety position. Um, and, and then I'm going to go to my offensive line and then I'm looking at a quarterback in that order. That's it. Getting, getting a new quarterback is not the most important thing to me right now because um, I don't know who's out there or what's out there and what's going on. And I know how difficult it is to fill that position. What I do know is that the guys that are playing it aren't um, at the level where they need to be. Um, bottom line, um, and uh, of course, they're you know if they they hear it, they're not going to be happy about it. But at the bottom line, I'm just this is this isn't personal. This is what I've seen on on film. There's no reason for C.J. Beathard or Mullins to be on the team next year. Nothing. No reason. No no, no reason. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear it. You you can't efficiently do your job at uh, at a level that warrants me keeping you around. So. Um, so possibly a, a shakeup in, in in that entire room, then. Um, um is, is what uh, potentially, uh, I, I could uh, again. That that's that's another pod, but <laughs> yeah, I I don't. I, I could easily I could easily give you a scenario in, in which that is a completely different room. That none of those three guys are back. Yeah, and and I think that's one of the things we want to stress here. Not necessarily the quarterback situation, but just realistically like where this team is right now um and you know starting off the pod you know we kind of talked about it like man like if this team were healthy you know uh it's kind of kind of what what I what I was alluding to I mean you look at this division and and how tough it is and and wow like like how much tougher would it be you know if you had you know the the, the Niners at full strength and how would they fare um I think is a is a, is a very uh, fair question, but then you start to explore the what ifs right now. So then you you know you, you you got what you got, and so this is what the Niners have. They're entering a buy right now, um, which you know comes at a time where you know hopefully they can you know rest up and, and be able to get you know a few more guys back. Uh, but that's just been that's just been the way this season uh, has has gone for the Niners. That's the way the ball's bounced for them from an injury yeah, standpoint. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, just it's somewhat, one of those things. Yeah, it's just one of those things. And, and it's somewhat, I mean, everybody deals with injuries. This is somewhat unprecedented. And it, yeah. it just uh, – Well, it, feel good too, about this, Faithful. Feel good about this. And, 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 you know, bottom line, remember before last season, the whole issue was lack of turnovers for the secondary and all of these things. Yeah. And, and what did I say going to that? I was like, guys, it happens – it's an anomaly. It's not going to happen two years in a row. You're 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 not going to go two seasons and nobody gets interceptions in your secondary. Yeah. And then how many turnovers did they create last year? It's the same thing with this. You're not going to go two seasons in a row where your entire team is decimated with injuries. It's just not going to happen. This the same way you're not going to go back to back years and lose no one. Yeah, I saw a tweet you, last night. I forget who it was, but I, I retweeted them. Um, and the question was, who's the best team in the NFC? And, and this person <laughs> responded, the 49ers IR. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I mean, you look, I mean, that's just kind of what you're, what you're dealing with here. 
Um, we'll be back later in the week to get into this a little bit more. Obviously, it's a buy. We can talk about this season. We can talk about, you know, some of the, some of the happening, some of the things that this front office uh, is thinking about and pondering and considering um, as as we start to go forward here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we got we got about two shows worth of that stuff for you. So make sure you keep it locked, keep it tuned in right here to the Believe in 49ers podcast. Uh, continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, uh, sir. And hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Niners bump and Run. Bump, bump in, in. Run. not Bump in. in. Bump, bump in. in. Uh, like the letter. Uh, Niners owner enter a buy, but no buys here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. We will see y'all later this week from my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Y'all be safe, and we will see y'all. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.